Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And I think we got Larry on his phone down there. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Uh, why don't we begin? You had some housekeeping notes you wanted, and uh, you put out quite a substack, so we can jump over to that, too, and and start on the news, wherever you want to start. But, okay. Well. I just wanted to tell people that I really, really do very much appreciate those that have helped uh, the last couple of weeks that, that heard uh, us on our broadcast and and it's really helping. I mean, absolutely helping. And I thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. Well, good, good. Well, I'm glad to hear people are still of that mode. It's getting scarcer and scarcer these days. And uh, I'm happy to hear that. What is going on? Uh, you've got this on your Substack. Hal Turner, um, covert intel restricted. Is uh, something about Russian transport jet arriving in, how do you spell that, Malai? Mali. Mali, okay. Uh, what's that all about? Well, that that's an older substack. That's not my latest one. Oh, but, uh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I sent out a one to, uh, a couple hours ago that be updated <laughs> with... Uh, the plane that got shot down. But to ask you, uh, you know, what that plane landing in Mali is, is that's involved in uh, uh, Russia moving a lot of Wagner troops and, and possibly Syrian battle-hardened troops to Niger, basically, and uh, going to defend in, uh, against the U.S. And, and the ones that I guess we bring into battle, uh, you know, from the... South Africa and, and Nigeria to go battle Niger. I mean, it's like there's another front started. And that's what mm-hmm. makes it so strange that uh, the Wagner boss, if he's dead, which they say his name was on the flight list on that plane, uh, and, and if, if you find my latest substack, you know, that had an image of who he is with the plane that he was flying in. It's, a, it's really a big mystery, Stuart, because it's a lot of, uh, well, let me read it from Hal Turner here. It says, uh, updated 331, says reports of Russian presumption killed in plane crash. Official telegram channel of Wagner Group PMC Gray Zone claims that the business jet owned by Yevgeny Rogozin has crashed in the Tavr region in Russia and was shot down by the Russian military. Then also uh, reported there's a lot of rumors, you know, uh, said claims the U.S. did this act with possible space-based weapon. And uh, and that seems to be over some kind of double-cross deal 
that uh, Prigozhin might have done uh, for $6 billion, you know, to act like he was going to take out Putin or go try to take out Putin. But uh, all of that, you know, is up in the air. You really just don't know. But I find it interesting that the minute this happened, that now the U.S. Embassy in Belarus is suddenly in an evacuation mode out of Belarus. Was that it? Yeah, because Wagner's in there too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Wagner in Belarus. We know that they're, they're armed up, and there's also a number of them on the uh, Belarus border with Poland. And, of course, we've got them over in Africa now. Uh, they're really kind of everywhere. It's a pretty big force, but... What they're claiming, and, and I, I saw on Hal Turner's side, I saw four videos of this plane look like it was struck, and I really, you know, matter of fact, uh, oddly enough, uh, Monkey Works U.S. just put out an alert. It's only like seven minutes long, so breaking. Heads of Wagner Group dead, question mark. Wagner Group boss, Prozokin, and second-in-command of Wagner reported dead in crash in Russia. Uh, Wagner Group says was assassination plan, but you know uh, they showed some uh, maps of this plane, and the plane had no call sign. But what's odd is, is this is also over an area. It appears it's in northern Russia. It looked like uh, he was either moving towards an area to, either to Belarus or, north, of course, northern Russia is Moscow too. But it also puts him up within reach of uh, Ukraine and Poland and that region. So right now we just don't know. It's a it's a mystery. Uh, I sent you an image of the plane itself, and this is yeah, what's strange. What yeah, is strange? I and I, I like I said, I watched four videos. And matter of fact, one of the videos is on uh, the uh, most recent. Uh, uh, Monkey Works U.S. video that they just had up, and it, this plane doesn't. If it, it, it's hit by something, you, you can realize that. I didn't. I wasn't able to really tell that there was missile trails. I didn't see any missile trails like fired from below. It looked mm-hmm. like there was suddenly some type of flash or explosion, and the right. It looked like the right wing on fire, and this plane literally just fell straight down, which is well, really, really odd. It, it didn't, there was no gliding. It had both wings still attached. Uh, it looked like whatever hit this plane dropped it just like a rock. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, you know, the guy's pretty smart. Here's, here's what uh, Drudge had on the headlines. Report. Prigzogan, I guess, or Zin, I don't know how you pronounce it, killed in plane crash, Putin foe falls from sky, fake body double. So I thought that was kind of interesting, that on Dredd Report they were saying possible fake body double. Well, Well, what's strange, Stuart, also is the fact that, according to Wagner Group, uh, you know, he was in. He was supposedly in Africa, and as a matter of fact, you, 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 the last picture I showed, and I posted it on my uh, Substack this evening, is showed him in a desert region, and we know he was moving. He was working with Wagner in uh, Nigeria. I mean, uh, Niger, uh, 
Niger. And they say the group says, Stuart, that, that two of those planes were coming back. Uh, everybody seems to be showing one plane only, with no uh, transponder on, no no ID, you know, call sign, if you, if you will. And where was the other one? The other one apparently. Uh, that's what makes you wonder what is really going on, and if if he was really in that first plane. Yeah, well, if you wanted to fool everybody, you'd put on the manifest that he's on that plane. That plane would then turn the transponder off so that it would be kind of uh, invisible, um, and he would be on the other plane, incognito, no name or anything like that. I, I can't. When I was working for the General Electric Company, I just remembered, I don't know why it reminds me of this, but uh, if you had the president of General Electric on your airplane, you could not have the chairman of the board. The chairman of the board had to fly in another airplane. And it went down through senior VPs. It stopped at the senior VPs on up. And the reason they do that, of course, is for the very same reason, really. You have a plane crash. Uh, you don't wipe out the whole company and uh, they these people would probably do the same thing they've got it all set up so that if he does get assassinated and when you're when you're a leader of a group like that the chances of assassination are 24 7 365 and they know that so they're going to take all kinds of uh, different uh, tactics to make sure he isn't I don't know. Maybe that's why they said fake body double here. Uh, in other words, they're questioning whether he actually went down or not. That's the way I, I look at it anyway from there. And this is drudge, you know, and they're far, far left. So. Yeah, they're, they're about they're about far left as you can go. And, and uh, it's very, very interesting because if he wanted to uh, – in other words, uh, if he wants to do an assignment, he needs to, to disappear for a bit to go do that assignment. You know, Putin invested a lot into that guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, 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 he wouldn't be the first one to fake an assassination and, you know, be dead. But yet here he is somewhere else later on. And so I don't know, Stuart. This is really, really what I find interesting. Though I watched it a while ago on on the War Room, they they had uh, Biden coming. You know, well, I just call him Old Biden. Okay, they had Old mm-hmm. Biden kind of wandering around in the parking lot in front of this store where he got a slushy, and he was walking around sucking on the straw of the slushy, and I guess some media saw him there, and they went up and began to ask him about uh, Prozokin and uh, this uh, assassination or whatever it was, the plane being blown up or, you know, whatever, and they kept asking him what happened, and he said, well, I've been exercising for an hour or so. He said, I just really don't know. He said, we don't know anything. Now, Stuart, that's the exact answer you give when you're guilty of something. Yep, yep. We didn't do it. It's not us. And we don't know anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, uh, what's this business about the U.S. Embassy being evacuated? 
over there in that area. Was that in Belarus? Yes, that was in Belarus. This began, or apparently started, right after this, uh, or about the time of this crash. Now, the crash itself was in Russia, uh, and over, you know, of course, Wagner is in Belarus, and there's a lot of conflict over there between Poland and Belarus, or as they call it, NATO in Belarus now is the way they're wording it. Yeah. But yep. uh, but uh, the U.S. had issued, uh, I think about 36 hours ago, uh, a message for all Americans in Belarus to immediately leave the country. And then suddenly when this begins to happen, uh, they begin a immediate evacuation out of Belarus of the U.S. Embassy and staff. Hmm. Well, a lot of stuff going on, I guess. You know, so uh, anyway, if I sound a little strange tonight, folks, I've been dealing with a lot of uh, pain, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard. Uh, it really does hurt more than I've ever had before. Anyway, uh, I wanted to bring this one up, Larry. Court rules against a Dr. Jordan Peterson upholds regulatory group's requirement he undergo re-education for expressing his opinions online. Now, this is Canada, but what's going on in Canada will soon be going on here. In fact, in some ways, it already is. Now, Sherry Tenpenny, the doctor who was uh, warning everybody about the hoax COVID, which by the way, COVID has never been proven to exist. And that is uh, a true statement. And uh, the uh, health departments around the world have never isolated it, probably because what they did was they simply took uh, an influenza virus. And then they began calling everything. You died on a motorbike. You died of COVID. You died in a plane crash where all the passengers had COVID. That's why it all happened. And on and on and on it went. And uh, they're just liars. And now they're coming around with phase two. But this doctor, Jordan Peterson, was just simply expressing his opinion. And it wasn't, uh, you know, no swear words, nothing like that. Very articulate. And uh, with uh, Sherry Tenpenny, they just, uh, the board of, uh, removed her license. And we've had all kinds of doctors out there who are expressing the truth, while the UN, the WEF, and all that are nothing but a bunch of satanic liars. In fact, their whole existence is on, based on lies. Even their scientific reports are based on lies. There's no truth in them. Uh, at all. They don't even know what the truth is. They're that far gone. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, here's what it says. According to the court, facts, now get this one, lawfully stated by Canadian professors, uh, professors, professionals, I'm sorry, in a manner undesirable to the powers that be therefore, are grounds for disenfranchisement. The ruling also indicates that Peterson's tweets, which is how they got him, I guess, 
don't count as personal comments, but are public statements, meaning they fall under the uh, Canadian uh, purview. I, I guess they have some sort of a medical board. Suggestion being that only private, undocumented conversations are beyond the committee's regulations. Peterson responded to the ruling on Twitter, writing, If you think that you have the right to free speech in Canada, you're delusional, and I will make every aspect of this public. So, um, folks, this is what's going on here. They did the same thing to Sherry Tenpenny and many others. They just didn't appreciate what she said. So they take away her doctor's license. She wasn't hurting anybody. They won't show all the complaints that they claimed they had, which I think is a pack of lies, because that's all they know how to do. They know how to lie. They don't know anything else. And uh, they're all going down anyway very, very soon. This whole thing is about over. And uh, uh, we get in maybe to the direct energy weapons and more fires everywhere now starting up. I think they're on, uh, you know, when the uh, UN said, well, this is the year of the boil. Well, if you looked it up online, as I did, all the pictures about the boiling were about fire. And what do we got? Fire's everywhere. And the people are sitting around twiddling their thumbs, I guess, until it happens to them. What's this deal about North Korea launching a, another missile, Larry? Well, they've got to be very, very close then to uh, an IBM that can reach us. Oh, they're not close to it. They already got them. North Korea already has ICBMs that could hit us with nukes if they wanted to. Uh, this one they launched, this was a single launch today that was launched in the direction of Okinawa, and Japan went into uh, air raid mode and ordered their people to bunkers. And uh, This is just part of it. I mean, it's odd that all of this stuff seems to be happening today, but I wanted to comment when you're talking about them taking the licenses of these physicians. I've been wondering for some time and finally found out that why a lot of uh, Trump's attorneys have got quiet is because that uh, they're also having being sued and having their license taken away if you try to, it appears, since 2020 at least or before, if you try to defend Trump or a Trump supporter, they take your law license. And uh, th- this is communism. But you got to remember, Stuart, you know, I guess people are twiddling their thumbs because they don't have a fiddle. Remember in Rome they used fiddles. But yeah. in America you twiddle your thumbs. But you got to remember, Stuart, they are in charge because the American people allowed them to take control. Yes, they did. Yep. And uh, it, it's too bad to watch. I, You know, I don't even like to talk about it. Here's another one. Maui residents who disobeyed the barricades survived the fires. You may remember there was a cop stopping all the traffic, and most of those people died in their cars. Why they didn't run that cop down is beyond me. This is an emergency situation, and one guy standing there in some sort of a uniform telling you you can't go any further. 
Why are people, you know, this is, you cannot obey now. Uh, you don't know who you're dealing with. You get a traffic stop now. I don't blame the police. I'm not saying that. But what happens with many of these things, it just gets out of control. You talk about us against them. That's escalating. But when uh, the people who disobeyed that barricade and went right through it survived, the others died in their cars, men, women, children, babies. We don't know how many people perished. Probably well over a thousand. There's well over a thousand missing. So um, look out because they're practicing with this weaponry and trying to figure out if they can get away with it. That's basically what this is about. They're just trying to get away with it and see if they can. Gotta, yeah, go ahead, Larry. Oh, I was going to say, you got to remember that the way they look at it and have looked at it since Biden stepped into the White House is that if you disobey them or question them, you will be punished. That's the M.O. So what people, and, and we've noticed that, the, a lot of people survived, if you want to call it COVID, but everybody that rushed in to take the uh, jabs and are still taking jabs are either dead or having incredible problems in their in their bodies i mean uh and so guess what the 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 deplorables or if you will the rebels are the ones that didn't take it now everybody hates them they're going to give it another shot they're getting ready to go around this way again but uh i was going to mention also there's something that came out get your opinion on this uh because uh alan dershowitz said that uh removing trump from the ballot will kill the Constitution dead right there. In other words, if you can't run because they don't want you to in this country, there is no Constitution, period. It's over. And then I saw Dan Bongingo, and you know who he is, by the way. Yes. I saw him I saw him on uh, uh, America's Voice News earlier with uh, Grant Stinchfield, and they were saying that they're really concerned they're going to try to take Trump down. And I, when I say that... That's like a that's like a uh, operator term, if you know what I'm saying. And I'm not yeah. talking about phone operators. Uh, yeah. They mean really take him down, and they're very concerned about his life. Even Stinchfield is now asking everybody to pray for Trump. But listen to this: Breitbart today, uh, Nigel Farage from the UK says the irrational hatred behind the movement to jail former President Donald Trump could lead the U.S. towards a civil war-like split in this nation. Yeah, that's interesting because that's exactly what the prophet, uh, Norwegian prophet said. And there were some Russian scientists said that America would break up into three or four or five regions. And, uh, you know, when that happens... That weakens. The, I mean, they're weakening the nation anyway. They're, they're, I call it destabilization because that's what the communists call it. They go in, they destabilize the nation. They get it pit people against people, uh, and so all of their thoughts and everything are against whatever their enemy happens to be. And Trump was sent in, I believe. He did probably unknowingly. 
to be what the uh, rules for radicals called pivot men. They, they didn't want a corporation or anything. They wanted one individual that would really, really spark uh, opinions, <laughs> good or bad. And, boy, he did. And they did a good choice in picking. He, he really is a very volatile type of person, and it was perfect. And uh, people really should pray for Trump anyway. Uh, they could kill him. They could arrest him. Now, the judge said she had some surprises for him. Now, I don't know what that means, but it could mean that they're going to throw him in the slammer. Although I did read that he had already arranged a $200,000 bail, which is absolutely ridiculous for this whole thing. But it's like Russia, Russia, Russia. I mean, the whole nation was gripped with Russia. Anybody could have seen through that right away. There's no way he would, he would do something like that. I mean, it, I, I don't know, Larry, what's happened to people' rational ability to think logically. Logically, if a man can bring in 30,000, 35,000, 20,000 at a rally, Time after time after time after time, all over the nation, doesn't matter where he was, and he loses the election by a huge margin? Come on, folks, where's your logic? Not possible. It's just simply not possible. That alone, and he has, by the way, the total right to examine what happened. Any well, they citizen say has that right. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, they say he doesn't have that right. That's insurrection. That's insurrection, and that tells you who runs the country. Yes, it it's does. It's not the Constitution. This country, this country has no Constitution. It is not functional. I don't know how to tell people that any harder than I just said it. The Constitution is not functioning in this entire nation anywhere. Ask Maui, okay? And, and by the way, there's, they, well, I found out one thing. There is no FEMA working on Maui. There's no federal people helping the people of Maui. It's, it's the other little groups that have come in there to try to help them. It's not feds, okay? And so with that being said, let me throw this by you real quick because I want your opinion here. Uh, this uh, was Damon Roberts last night on uh, live from Studio 6B. That's America's Voice News. He's on in the evenings. Listen to this one, and, and give me your opinion here, Stuart. Damon mm-hmm. Roberts said, I find no red state governor or group putting up a real firewall between their citizens and Biden's coming COVID 2.0 masks and lockdowns. said, possibly Florida, but DeSantis is busy right now thinking presidential. So what do you think, Stuart? Uh there's no firewall being put up for the American people. We are cannon fodder. Yes, we are. In fact, here's uh, from InfoWars. I'll just read the headline. Bioweapon attack. We already know that it was a bioweapon, and it was not COVID. I've gone into that before. But anyway, Bill Gates wants to depopulate the planet with mRNA tech. I believe this is their final assault. I think they really believe that the people are so stupid, absolutely so stupid, that they'll fall for it again. 
and any mandates that come down. Now, they're already talking about restrictions in some of the colleges uh, all over. Uh, they're telling people, you better mask up. Uh, I just saw something where Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, she's a powerful actress. She said, you guys need to uh, mask up again. Uh, it just goes on and on and on and on. And uh, the lawlessness and the stupidity, I think it's on purpose. I really do. Uh, I don't think people are that stupid, our leaders. I think this is all by design. They're committing high treason, and they're going to get away with it until they meet Jesus Christ. And then they're going to find out the hard way that uh, they shouldn't have done what they did. But the, the death toll of this final last days that they wreck on innocent humanity is going to just be beyond anything you could believe. And there have been a lot of modern-day prophets about, that have seen this and said it. So anyway, final last word, Larry. Yeah, I was just going to tell people what you couldn't remember the other day involving lasers from the sky. That was the movie Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. That's right. Yep. And that was a movie that you people should go look at. It's a little rough. It's a Steven Seagal movie, but uh, it's a very good movie, and it deals with uh, direct energy weapons and how devastating they can actually be. Uh, It's worth a watch. So anyway, we'll try and get on again on Friday. I'll see how I'm doing. Um, I did go in for an MRI the, uh, yesterday, and that was the worst. That was hell on earth. But anyway, we got through it, and uh, hopefully they'll f- figure out what's really going on. Anyway, good night, and take care. Thanks, Larry.